We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been to dispensaries all over the United States, but I've never seen one this unique. So nice. Amazing vibe. Some of the best customer service I've had in a store. Blows my expectations out of the water. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. Mile today. That's M I L E dot today. Mile today. Make it look easy. What up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy D Cal from the Oath Ether podcast here from the GNS EHQ here in Northern California, episode number 129. Listen, we were having some technical difficulties, which I cannot speak on, and I do not know why the hell we were having some problems. But it is extremely hot, so we're going to go ahead and blame it on on the weather. So if you, if you missed it, I apologize. We were trying to do the inspirational, motivational for the podcast, because that's something that I sincerely appreciate doing every single episode. And we were doing a shout out, so let's, let's go ahead and do a take two on this. So the shout out that I wanted to give is, um, I heard a story last week regarding a law enforcement officer in the state of Georgia <clears throat> with this law enforcement officer he got a, a phone call to a young kid who was um, trespassing in the neighborhood so law enforcement officer went and checked everything out talked to the kid and story goes he's, he's the eldest of I want to say five, but he was going old school, going door to door um, in the neighborhood and asking people to, if he could cut their lawn so he can make money to buy his siblings some school supplies because, you know, school's coming and family's poor. So he's trying to be the man of the house. Uh, story goes that the officer was moved so much that he went and got the kid some supplies for him and his siblings. So I didn't get the name of the officer, but I just wanted to make sure that, hey, give a prop what prop is due because, you know, there's so much going on in the world where law enforcement gets negative feedback not enough positive feedback so i wanted to at least on the ether podcast give give credit where credit is due so there that's what the story i was trying to get to on the initial um shout out that we were doing on on before the technical difficulty so inspirational motivation we're gonna go like this and there's a something that i posted uh not too long ago it says the man who asks a question is a fool for a minute the man who does not ask is a fool for life and that is a quote it says from confucius and that is very very important because especially in today's world we live in a generation where everybody knows everything especially about the shit they don't know about so when it comes to asking questions on things that you are uncertain of, people tend to get a little embarrassed because they don't know the answer. Trust me, the people who are mocking and making fun of you, they don't know either. They're just making fun of you so they can feel better about not knowing. So when you get the answer to the question that you asked, they're going to hear it as if they knew it the whole time. It, it's 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 um. It's a very childish, petty game, but it's something that's been going on for ages. So if you don't know something, don't be too proud to not ask the question because 
that embarrassment of not knowing is temporary until you find out. And then when a person who doesn't know refuses to know the information, well, you know, they're the bigger fool. And there's another quote that I'm going to say, and then we can go ahead and move on to, to the thing, the things that I want to talk about. Um, and he goes, person who cannot read has no advantage over the person who does not read or the person who does not read has no advantage over the person who cannot read so you know it's information is good uh, because it doesn't agree with what you believe doesn't necessarily make it right or make it wrong it just gives it a different perspective. And unless you are the content creator or the origin of whatever the story is, there's a great chance you're not going to know the true story. So kind of take everything with a grain of salt. Believe it or not, it's irrelevant. But at least hear everything out or at least be willing to hear somebody out because you never know. They might be saying a piece of the puzzle that you were missing and then you can fill them in on the rest of that. So I just want to go ahead and give that um, inspirational motivation to anyone who has a question on anything or what it is. Um, ask the question. And it's very crucial, too, that you ask a credible source. Don't ask someone who knows as much as you. Because they're probably in the same boat you're going to be. So um, let's get right into this story. Last week, I wasn't doing any podcasting, partial for mental health. But honestly, see, what ha- happened was, is um, I bought this new SD card, right? Because everything I'm doing right now for the podcast is off my phone. So I was doing, um trying to transfer everything from my internal memory to the SD card and your your, your boy wasn't able to kind of figure how to how to figure it out from the phone how to how to transfer all the songs that I had so what I thought I was doing right ended up um, fucking everything up so there was about nearly 900 <laughs> instrumentals beats that I created um, got deleted and so I like to do the podcast with background music because it kind of helps digest the discussion being that there was no music, I felt, okay, well, I'm going to sound pretty much like almost every other podcast, at least that I have heard, which is just purely voice. And Lord knows you can only take so much of me talking without something else to help wash that down. So I didn't want to bore anybody with, with just that. Two, I really wasn't feeling well. And I, I didn't feel... Um good enough to put any content out there especially if I wasn't really rocking health wise and so I I was like you know this is too much just come back and fight another week so here we are today that's the reason why last week you didn't get any episodes on on the ether but any new episodes but I do appreciate those who uh, continue to listen continue to download I do appreciate that and so we're going to do our best to keep it consistent this week and and moving forward but that's the reason why so i was able to figure out how to get around the uh hurdle of not having the music so i just got to go a few extra steps back in re-download it and it's going to take some time but you know i I love having my my playlist in the in the background courtesy of gns entertainment Speaking of entertainment, last week, Cardi B. So, she was doing, um, she was having a performance. She was performing. And as she goes to do her thing, somebody threw 
what appears to be water from a water bottle at Cardi B. They didn't throw the water bottle. They kind of just had the water bottle in their hand and kind of flicked the cap in at her. So whatever the liquid was in the bottle got on her like you would do in a low budget water fight. So Cardi was kind of taken aback. And then she took a step forward and threw the microphone. Now, people say she threw the microphone and hit the wrong person. Some people say she threw the microphone and hit the right person. Uh, the person who threw, I believe they were escorted out. Funny thing is the music kept playing in the background. So we're, we're, we're going to get on that lip syncing topic a little bit later. But regardless of what you think of Cardi B, whether you think she's extremely talented, whether you think she's talentless, that's irrelevant. Because it's all subjective, it's all opinion, right? Cool. We, we, we can at least agree on that. I'm not a fan of Cardi B. I'm not knocking her hustle. I'm just not a fan of Cardi B. There was a post I saw. Cardi B makes music for women who steal or shoplift at yard sales. And I kind of, I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. Um, speaking of women who shoplift at yard sales, I want to give a shout out to my homegirl Gia. I'm sure she's listening. Um, I don't know why that made me think of you because you just seem like that kind of woman. So anyway. Um, <laughs> The, the point that I want to make about Cardi B, whether you uh, appreciate her music, her art, her art or not. I said this when Jay-Z and Beyonce were performing a year or two ago. And as they're walking off the stage, I don't know where the hell security was, but somebody hopped up on stage after them not in a in a dangerous way like a fan you know and and do walked up behind jay put his hand on jay's left shoulder like hey let me talk to you right quick security was just dumbass slow you, you would think there was no security there um i remember having a conversation with somebody talking about jay was a you know, pressing charges um, against the person for touching his body and so on and so forth. And a friend of mine was having a conversation about how petty he is to do something like that. Like all the money he got, he gonna press charge against somebody. I'm like, look, man, um, you don't know what dude's intention was. And if you are that value and some random person comes up, you have to think about your safety, right? From a distance of so many thousand feet, from our phones and laptops, it appears that it was harmless. Cool. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. But how many of y'all were really once on walking up on you putting their hand on your shoulder at the grocery store? Oh, you, oh, that's different. When you walk into your car and putting your groceries in your car, or coming back from the ATM. Oh, it's different? Okay, cool. And when you are a larger statue, a person of note, there's a higher risk of something happening to you. So I remember saying it's only going to get worse at this point. Fast forward, there was a situation where somebody had got on stage and started um, giving MGK the business because this is like right after Eminem had dropped Kill Shot. 
So, MGK had a situation with a fan on stage. Fast forward, there was a time more recently. Um, another example. If you guys remember, Baby Rexa had somebody throw, what was it, a, a, a phone or something at her and it hit her in the eye. And the guy's reasoning for it, his justification was, well, he thought it was going to be funny. So, here we are in a situation with Cardi B. I remember saying, back with the Jay-Z situation, that, you know, man, it's it's getting a little it's getting a little out of pocket with people feeling comfortable to do things to these celebrities. And when the Rex baby Rex's situation happened, I said this shit's cute for the person who's doing it because you're about to get talked about and make some memes and get a video and you know become a topic. But now you're putting artists in a situation where they don't feel comfortable and or safe to do something. So fast forward to the situation with Cardi B. What do you think this is going to do for artists who are going to want to perform at that city, perform in that town, perform in that area, perform for that crowd? There's a high chance, bro. Like they're now going to charge more because you got people throwing shit at them. Because it's be, be, why? Because you don't like Cardi B. Listen, like I said, I'm not a fan of Cardi B, so I won't go to her concert. But I'd be damned if I despise the woman enough to where I'm going to throw something at her. That don't make no damn sense. Why? Why? So, now, you, you got situations, like I said, with Baby Rexa and, and um, MGK. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other artists that we are, you know don't know about. Cardi was the first one that I know of who actually did something back to the person who quote unquote assaulted. I know someone's going to say, see, they didn't assault her. Cool. Whatever. Someone threw a substance at the woman while she was performing on stage for her. And Cardi's the first person to retaliate. So now my thing is don't be surprised at one of these concerts if someone decides to get cute with one of the artists. These artists are going to clap back themselves because they're tired of it. Some of these artists, a lot of people don't realize is they come from the streets too. So their mindset. Matter of fact, didn't 50 have a situation too on stage where someone did something to him? Now that I remember. Again, some of you fans, and I'm air quoting, y'all be doing some of the dumbest shit for attention because you think I'm going to do this for the gram, be popular for it, right? And then if the artist does something to you, you figure that's going to be your payday. No one's going to want to perform for you. No one's going to want to come to your city, to your town. Again, they're going to charge a pretty penny because of shit like that. Just stop. Don't 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 be a butthole. You know what I mean? Enjoy the show. If and if you want to do something like that for the gram, you're pathetic and sad. Loser. That's just my opinion. That's just me. So, like I said, there's plenty of artists who I'm not fans of. But I mean, the, anyone remember the malice in the palace <laughs> with Steven Jackson and Ron Artest before it became Metal War Peace? Anyone remember that shit when Artest was on the table <laughs> and oh boy thought it would be cute to throw something at Ron Artest? Y'all don't remember that? I'm telling you. You listen, FOFA, F O F A. No, fuck around and find out. F A F O. Sorry, it's Monday and it's hot. I can't spell. F A F O. FAFO, not FOFA. FAFO. Fuck around and find out. That's what you're going to do. Straight up. 
And again, the sad part about it is, man, when the artist does what any human being would do to protect themselves, they're now in a in a predicament where, come on, man, you, you're putting them as a liability. That's just that's just not cute. That's just it's just it isn't cute. So, um, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. So, one thing I want to talk about uh, before we get into the um, topic of Fight Club Alabama is. Hold on, right away. Okay. <sighs> I wrote some stuff down on my notebook, right? Cause my 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 brain is extremely busy, and there's a lot going on um, on my end. So I know some of you guys are like this too, where you have a great idea, and you you swear you're going to remember long story short you forget okay so you, you, you gotta write shit down and so I got a notebook I was talking to the teacher about this and I got a notebook down there everywhere I go like cause sometimes I'll just have a random idea and in California it's illegal to text while driving so I can't always pull over type put it in my notes tweet it something I gotta jot it so um I wrote this down, and I think some of you guys definitely need this. Um, energy, vibe. Say this. Because it's going to tie into the next thing we're going to get into. Energy and vibe. Have you ever like realized how weird energy is? And I'm not talking about... Well, I guess I kind of am talking like, you know cosmic or spiritual or just vibes right it's 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 really really weird like there's a situation where when you get just this feeling about somebody and you you really don't know how to like put your finger on it but it's just one of those things where you you just you just know I'm sure everyone has that coworker or that relative or a situation where it's like that, right? And you you try to justify it or clarify it, and for whatever reason that feeling just doesn't go away, right? Um, that's what's going on with with me. Like, there's there's some people that are 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 in the picture. And just the vibe is very, um, it could potentially get violent. And I'm highly aware of the situation. So I try to make sure that everything is approached and dealt with, you know, on a, on an even keel. But then you have some people who deliberately try to provoke and try to antagonize because that's the world that they know. Um, there's a reason why your intention, like your energy may be off when you're around that person or somebody just super petty or somebody just tries to pressure buttons. Um, if you ever have a situation like that, uh, best thing you can do if possible is steer clear of that person. Now, if it's somewhere where you have to work, I clearly highly suggest, you know, not so much go to the manager. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't be a Karen. But what I'm saying is, have you ever tried to approach that person that you had a problem with and kind of let them know, like, yo, here's the situation. Um, we need to address it. So, you know, we can 
we can move forward and be cool. And if you've done that and that person still continues to do things to provoke because they think it's funny, you have to know yourself. And I've always said this um, for like the past 10, maybe 15 years. I said, whatever move you do when you're dealing with someone that bothers you or angers you or irritates you, whatever it is you do, you have to be willing to take the next move forward, right? So let's say you get into a situation where someone makes you upset and they anger you and you get pissed off. Okay. And you start yelling. Before you start yelling, ask yourself, if I start yelling, am I willing to take the next step after that? Because if yelling is where you stop, someone's going to recognize they're not going to go no further than this. They don't want any smoke. I've learned that if you're willing to take the next step forward, proceed. But be aware of the consequences. I've learned this from those in experience and those with experience. If I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to have a conversation with you. The moment I begin to yell, that means talking didn't work. So now we're at this point of yelling, hollering, screaming, right? Fighting words, as some people would say. Okay, well, then you have to understand that if this person still doesn't get it, are you willing to go the next step? Which may be something that could get you in trouble. If you say, you know what, I'm not willing to go that route, fall back and remove yourself from the situation. Because you already know this didn't work, this didn't work. The next thing, I'm not trying to go there. Right? If the next thing is something you're like, you know what, there's no other option, I got to do this. More power to you. But I can almost guarantee you that should always be your last resort. If the next step is going to be something physical. Right? Try to avoid anything physical. Especially if you have something to lose. Try to do your best and find another outing. Earlier I said, don't be a Karen. No one likes Karen. If your name is Karen, I'm sorry. It's not no one likes you. It's just your namesake. If you're at work, now you have to talk to like a lead or a supervisor and say, listen, I'm having a situation with a coworker. I'm not going to say her or his name. But here's the situation. So, what do you recommend me do? And if it's a co, if it's a, if it's a supervisor or a lead or somebody that you trust and you're cool with, get their advice, get their suggestion, take their lead. Okay, cool. We're going to go that route. If you're able to avoid it, avoid it. Because some people, like I said, they will try to provoke you into losing what you got. Because that's what they need for them to advance. Don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it. Unless it's a last resort and you have no other option. I'm doing my best to avoid a situation because I understand that the person that I'm having an issue with, this particular person, they're with the shits. And they probably ain't got much to lose, so they really don't give a fuck about going back somewhere. I got too much to lose, and I have a whole hell of a lot more to gain. So I'm not trying to go back anywhere. So be smart, be an adult. If you can avoid situations, avoid situations. But again, it's interesting how energy works because most of the time, the energy that you're feeling about somebody, that shit comes true, right? It's, and it's, it's wild how that comes true. But, in fact, it is. It, it's People say gut instinct, <clears throat> you know, female intuition, um, whatever you want to call it, bro. 
just just be smart about it. So the next thing I want to get into right now, Fight Club Alabama. I try my best to avoid um this story. And because it was just a hot mess. It's just a hot mess. And it's all over the internet and all over social media. And I'm just like, okay, another another Donnie Brook. Okay, cute. Right? But this one, once I saw, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And my homegirl Candace, thank you, miss. Put this on my Facebook, and it's from NPR.org. So the article reads, multiple people arrested after a brawl at an Alabama waterfront dock. It's about to get interesting towards the end. Because I think it has a lot to do and most people are overlooking it. So it goes like this. I'm going to read some of it. Police in Montgomery, Alabama arrested multiple people after responding to a brawl at the city's waterfront on Saturday. A fight that quickly went viral after videos of the melee surfaced online. The Montgomery Police Department said in a statement that officers responded to a disturbance near Riverfront Park and at the scene... They located a large group of subjects engaged in a physical altercation. Police said several people were detained and that four active warrants have been issued with more potentially on the way with review of additional video. Police say that the unspecified charges are pending. So if you haven't seen this video, it's a dude in a white shirt talking to a guy and Black dude in a white shirt, white dude with his shirt off. And they're having some kind of conversation, right? Um, his shirt wasn't off, sorry. It was a like a peach color shirt. And it starts to turn into a one-on-one. Then it turns to a two-on-one. And you guys can see the video online if you haven't seen it already. It's like, it's kind of bananas. Because then it turns into like them jumping him. Like a four-on-one. Now, that was the beginning of the problem because once black folks saw that four white dudes were jumping this one black guy, it became a problem. And you can kind of use, if you, okay, if you grew up in the 80s, I'm sure it's the same because I haven't watched it in years. But if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s and you remember WWF or WWE, Royal Rumble. Remember how it started off with a couple people in the ring and ever so often somebody comes running down the ramp. And another two minutes, here comes someone else running down the ramp. Okay, I want you to imagine that. But it's between two races. Right? Start off with a four on one, then it turned into a, a four on two. Quickly became outnumbered with a four on three. Then it was just then then, it, then the odds changed. It became not fair for the four guys. One then one dropped off, made it three on three, which now they're outnumbered. Um, and the, and the melee just it just goes on, and it's like a couple minutes, but it's a lot to digest. So. I'm going to get back into the article right quick where it says this was an unfortunate incident which never should have occurred. As our police department investigates these intolerable actions, we should not become desensitized to violence of any kind in our community. Reed said, those who chose violent actions will be held accountable by our criminal justice system. Reed briefly addressed the issue during a press event Monday afternoon. He said that the safety and community is paramount, that police are continuing to investigate the incident, and that more details will be shared at a press conference on Tuesday, tomorrow. So, um, somebody took a picture, or not a picture, but a video of it, <clears throat> and it goes like this. There was an all-out brawl in Montgomery yesterday. This is the beginning of it. 
with a minute and 26 seconds on this article. The man in a white shirt is a dock worker for the city. According to several people present, the white guys had been told to move their pontoon. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing some type of a boat. So the city's river boat could park. Then this. So basically, the dock worker, the guy in the white shirt, was telling these guys they got to move their boat. And in the video, you kind of see him point at something. Um which appears to have been the um, the boat he was letting him know. Here it is. So it goes, Alabama po- um, political reporter Josh Moon shared video of the fight on X, the social media, privily, social media platform formerly known as Twitter. It shows that the incident appears to have been started by a group of boaters who had docked their platoon, sorry, platoon, pontoon boat in a space reserved for the city's riverboat. Harriet too. Videos show a black man who appears to be a dock attendant working to untie the pontoon boat when he is confronted a when he is confronted a group of white men who appear to be responsible for the boat. I literally just read how it was written. It wasn't my bad English. The river boat's operator did not respond to the request for comment. So He's trying to untie the boat after telling them a couple of times that they got to move. And the fact that he's touching their boat, they now feel violated and they go to approach him. While the attendant was pointing to the riverboat, making its way to the dock, one of the white men become visibly agitated before striking him. One man appears to try to break up the attack, which is like the second person um, to make it four on two. He was literally trying to de-escalate the situation. But you can tell that they weren't, the, the four men really weren't trying to have it. You know, they 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 wanted some of the smoke. They wanted all the raisins in the, in the salad. That's what they wanted. They wanted all the raisins. They wanted all the raisins in the potato salad. One man appears to try to break up the attack, but then more young white men sprinted along the dock and joined the fight, then dragging the black man to the ground to continue their attack. The attack quickly spiraled out of control as several onlookers joined in and to the chaos. So, the part that became really, really foul was at one point when you're looking at the video, some guy from the right of your screen comes running in. Again, I made the 80s wrestling reference. If you remember the ultimate warrior, how he would come out, run down that ramp at 45 miles per hour dive in the ring, run to the ropes, shake the ropes, kick you in the nuts, pin you three t- for three seconds, and then run back out. And the crowd's like, what happened? Someone just got mugged and we didn't see it. That's basically what it was like. So dude comes from your right to your left and sprints and comes in with like a flying knee that takes the, the attendant down. That's when the part started. It was at that moment he realized I fucked up was at that point because that's when the melee, as they say in the hood, that's when it started. So if you watch the rest of the video, listen, I mean, it, it, it was not gender bias. It was not a gender bias melee everybody got it whether you had an any or an Audi you got some it was it was something now here's the part that I want to spend the last couple minutes talking about the last paragraph at the end of this anyone who wants who's listened to the eat the podcast you understand that we're non-bias or at least we attempt to be non-bias because somebody's going to not believe the fact that someone can be non-bias and I get that the last paragraph reads the incident started just hours after former president Donald Trump joined his supporters at an annual Republican Party summer dinner in Montgomery which is credited as the birthplace of the civil rights movement 
That's interesting to end the article on that note. Here's why I say that. I don't give a damn whether you like the dude. I don't give a damn if you don't like the dude. The fact of the matter is, old boy has a boatload of people who follow him. Like tribalism. Very cult-esque. Good or bad. I mean, people do it for their sports teams, right? It's just different to do it for a non-politician political figure. Um, The only issue, well, the main issue, one of the main issues I had with Trump was during the 2020 presidential debate between he and before elected Joe Biden when asked if he was racist. We all know that Biden has said some things in the past about POCs, especially about his children going to um, an integrated school. I believe that was something he said back in 77. We know he says that, if, you know, if you don't vote for me, then, you know, you're not black. And he, he's trying to be cool and jive and hip in today's world. But when you got a pass of yours, brother, that just sounds very condescending. I get that. But when he was asked the question, right out the gate, no, I'm not. Okay. Whether you believe him or not, he played the game. No, I'm not. Okay. The issue I had that night with Trump was this. President Trump, are you a racist? You know, I'm not even going to answer that question. I'm, I'm That question's not even going to get an answered. Like, I know some people would defend him by saying because he's above that question. That's a stupid question. Why would you ask him that question? This, that, and the third. Makes all the sense in the world, bro. I get that. But you're not a public figure in a position of, I don't know, president of the United fucking States. Your uh, expectation, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your your platform is a little bit different. You're, you're viewed differently. I'm not going to sit back and say he has to play the game, but you have to play within some of the rules of politics. Again, he's not a politician, so he doesn't play by those rules. That's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because of things like this. You can't, as a president, avoid questions like that, especially when there is racial tension that coincidentally, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, happens to be under your watch. When the ex-grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan publicly endorses you and backs you up. I'm not going to sit, there's a meme that says, I'm not saying that Donald Trump is racist, but racists tend to think that he is. That's kind of when you're guilty by association at that point. And I'm get it. He he's not saying anything that's going to do anything to you know smack at the hands that give him money. He's a businessman. Only color he sees is green, allegedly. Um But when he said that, it was like, bro, you could put out the fire right now. Both of you can lie on national television. And it can be in print that said, no, he said this. And so what he did, it was he turned around and he gave a shout out to the Proud Boys. I will never forget that. Proud Boys stand fast and ready. And it was almost like a call to arms when he said that. Whether you like dude or not, if you say something encouraging to a hate group, People are going to associate you with that hate group. When it comes to race, politics, and religion, those are hot buttons in this country. And you better be one side or you're going to be the other. Because if you're not my side, you're wrong. But if you're on a side where it is blatantly obvious that this group hates people because of the color of their skin. And you tend to... agree with what they're saying or you don't even 
de-escalate the situation. So I said all that to say this. The last paragraph makes mention hours before this happened, there was that summer dinner. So you know there was a gathering. I hate using that word, but you know there was a get together. It was a gathering, right? How many of you guys have ever listened to a song that gets you amped up, that gets you pumped up? How many of you ever listened to motivational speak videos on YouTube or on your podcasts? Or how many of you guys have ever listened to something that's uplifting and encouraging? Gospel music, whatever the case may be, to get your mind right, to get your soul right, to get your thinking into a way of thinking. How many of you guys have ever done that? Beautiful. So I want you to take the temperature of what it is publicly generally believed to be when a Trump gathering happens. What is that dynamic? Am I saying all like that? No. Listen, my homegirl Jay is a Trump supporter. Truth be told is a Trump supporter. My girl Classy is a Trump supporter. I know Trump supporters. You feel me? I, I friends with Trump supporters. They don't fit the bill of the typical, stereotypical, generally glazed over Trump supporter who is just ignorant. They're not really with the January 6th um, storming of the Capitol. They're not that supporter. Right? They just don't like Biden for the most part. And some of the things that Trump says, you know, resonates with them, but they also live in different areas where some of the things that he's saying might hold a little bit more true for them than it does from where I live. I got to keep that in mind. Location is everything, right? So they don't necessarily fit that bill. And I, I acknowledge that. But the ones who do seemingly are extremely heavy in the territories that they tend to do their political tour in Midwest Southern states, right? So these cats are probably amped up on Mountain Dew on their boats, you know, uh, you know, Trump Christ was speaking gospel to them and he got everyone riled up, you know, and, and they, they heard the word and the word was, 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 was Trump. And then you see this boy touch my pontoon boat. I don't care if my boats park. You going to get, and you know, the worker didn't listen. And they, they, he didn't get the hint that they're going to do what they want to do because this is this is America. And this is freedom. And I can put my boat where I want to put my boat because it's freedom. Right? And and and, and, and Trump's going to win because y'all are not going to cheat the election by making the, Biden get all the votes again. Type of thing, right? So when he undid the boat to take action, he, uh, he offended them. He offended them. I think it's interesting how, you know, most of the cats who are so pro police and pro law enforcement and and pro this, that, the third, they sure the fuck did have a problem with authority. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. So they had an issue with someone telling them what to do. So I think it's funny with some of those cats. Everything's all about authority when authority's talking to you. But when authority's talking to them, you better recognize who they are. Yeah. It's kind of like I said, the most patriotic person on the planet is usually the person who's never sold or never served in the military. So the most politically charged person is probably the one who's voting for all the shit that's making it harder for them to get out of the situation. But they don't know it because it sounds good. Right. That's normally what the situation is. So I think it was funny 
not in a humorous way, but like a funny, like it's, hmm, that's interesting. That, that happened two hours before that happened. Almost like it was intentional to get the troops riled up, to get the fuel going, right? To, am I saying, hey, white guys, get pissed at the black guy when he touched your boat? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, I think it is interesting how um, this motivational speech that was probably given got people amped up and they happened to see a, a, a tendon who was darker than them and they strongly felt that this boy is not going, we're going to ignore him because this is America and they did what they did and then next thing you know four on one was a fair fight four on two we can handle this but then four on three those four were outnumbered. Four on four. One of the four dropped off and now it became four black versus three white. Then when that happened, the three walked away. And I do think it's kind of interesting how when people who think like those guys, when they outnumber you four to one, they want to whip your ass and teach you a lesson. But then when it becomes four on four, now they want to talk everything out. <laughs> I think that was kind of cute because they walked back once. Once the four, once it was four of them, and four became five. Now the tables are turning. Then they all go back to their boat, and now they want to discuss the matter at hand. I, I just think it's kind of funny when when cats who who are so used to dominating a situation, having the upper hand of the situation. That once that ground becomes level, their footing is just as good as your footing or your footing becomes as good as their footing. Now, all of a sudden, shit's not fair. I think people need to take a look at that. There was there was kind of a, a layers to what I just said right there about how things are fair when other people have the advantage. Anyway, that's all I got for you guys today on the Eat the Podcast Social media, T-H-E-E-I-T-H-R, 916-282-9372. Go ahead and give a phone call to the podcast. Send a text message to the podcast, gnsetv.com, free subscription. Um, yeah, we'll be back next time, Wednesday. You have my word. Eat the podcast decal. You guys be good. We out.